passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. A, a, a Giants podcast for Giants fans. By Giants fans. It's Sean Morash. Down, down, down the sideline. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Giants. From the offseason. Through the wins and the losses. It's time to take one. One. one Giants. Giants. Step, step. With your host, Sean Morash. All right. Welcome into One Giant Step. Uh, I don't even know what the heck week this is in the NFL, but this is Sean Morash here. It's week nine. Bryce Gelman with us as well. Okay, now we enter the second half of a uh, New York football Giants season that's gone awry. The trade deadline has passed. The two and six Giants, you know, very easily could have been four and four, but you are what your record says you are after last week's loss to the New York Jets. And with that, the Giants kind of go half sell mode. They trade Leonard Williams to the Seattle Seahawks this week. Uh, and pick up, amazingly, on top of a fifth-round pick, a second-round pick. They don't end up unloading a Dory Jackson. They never even had serious conversations about unloading Saquon Barkley as they tried to apparently figure out whether they want that equation of Saquon and Daniel Jones as the future. Remember, the last time those two teams, those two guys played together, the team scored 31 points and a half, uh, and I think they're intrigued by that. But either way, Big Cat gets dealt, you know, a huge cap number that the Giants are going to eat in order to do so. They get a second round pick, which, you know, I'll go to Bryce here in a second. Let me just say this unbelievable holdback, unbelievable holdback. And I will say when that trade went down, it was the first time I really smiled after the loss to the Jets. Cause I was like, okay, you know, if, if beating the Jets meant they wouldn't have done this trade, then shame on the Giants because that is something you cannot not pass up. Now, they invested in the offseason in Sean Robinson and Rakeem Nunez-Roches. They drafted Jordan Riley late. They had drafted DJ Davidson the year before. Obviously, I am not underselling the importance of Leonard Williams, but at the same time, Leonard Williams, when you have a Dexter Lawrence mauler there 
And yes, I'm sure, you know, he is helped by Leonard Williams presence. You could only invest so many assets on the interior of the defensive line, uh, you know, money-wise. So if he wasn't going to sign at the end of the year to get a second-round pick, which, like, we understand the value of a second-round pick, right? That should be a starter on your team for the next four years. If it's not a trade chip, if you're looking to trade up in the first round, dare I say quarterback, something like that. Either way, I, I view this as a, a starter. And by the way, if they don't want Saquon Barkley here long-term, you got a lot of value on running good backs. running backs in the second round yep. as well. So, Bryce, let's start there before we kind of spin this thing forward. The Leonard Williams trade from a Giant fan perspective. I love it. How do you feel? It's a Joe Shane masterclass. The fact that he was able to get a second-round pick. I mean, if you would ask me last week, like let's say the Giants lose to the Jets and they're going to sell, I'd say probably a fourth-round pick this year. But they pulled a, a Steve Cohen right here. They're paying yeah, the for draft picks, right? And that's a great move right now because you have – a lot of holes that need to be filled, and the more assets that you can accumulate in the draft, the better. So I think acquiring the second-round pick, and it's projected to be, what, like 60 right now? Let's hope the Seahawks you know, drop a few games here. Uh, but, hey, listen, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take anything that we could get. I'll take a, you know, I'll, I'll take anything at this point. And the fact that they got one guy out, you know, they, they have sold, as you said. I think they should have traded Adore Jackson. Clearly, they didn't get the uh, – they weren't going to get the return they wanted to from other teams, but I think that this is a win because now we, we know what's going to happen. We know the giants are going to string together a few wins here. And at least that's my prediction. But now that you have this safety valve of, Hey, we have this second round pick. I think it changes everything because you have this pick and now you could kind of just be like, all right, let's see where this season takes us. It's not a huge deal if they fall into like the 10 to 15 range in the first round. So a huge win here, huge win. honestly, extremely surprised when I saw that news. I was not expecting a second round pick shot. No, I, I wasn't either. And by the way, the pick right now is projected to be pick number 63. So to give you an idea of the kind of player you can get at 63, last year the Denver Broncos took Marvin Mims, who right now I think a lot of people, once maybe Jerry Judy gets cleared out, Cortland Sutton, that was a, a Sean Payton pick that they think will be a very good wide receiver in this league. The year before the Buffalo Bills took James Cook, I was just talking about you know running backs and the value, and that's a nice guy to plug and play. And the year before, the Chiefs took Creed Humphrey, who's now a Pro Bowl center. So that those are names we've all heard of just to show you the kind of player you can get a starting quality player. I think it's absolutely, a, you know, a slam dunk, no brainer. Now, why I call this kind of a half toe in the water, half sell mode. Look, I think the reality is we all understand where the giants are right now, right? They're two and six to make the playoffs. It would be an extremely uphill battle. If you're having that kind of dream, it's because of a schedule that we will get to in a little bit. Um, there is a, I guess uh, a blueprint to have a pretty fun second half after selling a major piece. And that would be the Detroit lions a year ago because they traded TJ Hawkinson in the division to the Minnesota yeah. Vikings. And everybody yeah. said, well, there's Dan Campbell, you know, selling off, selling his big player. And then they went on an incredible run that almost landed them in the playoffs. Unfortunately for the giants, th that feels like that's probably similar. Like they won't make the playoffs, but I could see them rattling off some wins. Now, part of rattling off wins, they're going to need quality play from the quarterback. So let's pivot here to Daniel Jones's return. Now, a couple angles of this. Number one, I, 
it's just so unfortunate for Terod Taylor to have the injury he had, stay in the hospital overnight, and the Giants play that game with Tommy DeVito. I'm not going to rant and rave because I'm, unlike most Giant fans, I had no problem with the game plan they had with Tommy DeVito in a driving rainstorm versus the Jet defense once they took the lead at 10-7. Saquon was cooking. I did not want any part of him turning the ball over the Jets. We had mentioned that it only won games when they got in turnovers. I wanted no part of that. That being said, we saw none of pushing the ball down the field like we saw with Terod Taylor, and the Giants are going to need that from Daniel Jones. I hope more than anything else besides the physical rest that Daniel Jones has gotten a mental rest from getting rattled, getting the hits. And I think because of the Seattle game specifically in week four where Daniel Jones was turning the ball over left and right, I think that was the game that a lot of people really, really soured on him and pivoted from offensive line blame the Daniel Jones blame. I think we forget in the game that he got hurt versus Miami Daniel Jones was playing pretty freaking good. The defense couldn't get any stops. Gano had missed a kick in that game. Darren Waller had a couple big balls he couldn't haul in, including that touchdown. And it felt like Daniel Jones, just six days after the Seattle game, had shaken off a little bit and played better. Now he has a chance to mentally rest on top of the physical rest, take a deep breath. The hits that he's taken aren't fresh. And the Giants now have a little bit of a blueprint of things they want to do with pushing the ball down the field. Uh, now they want to have Darren Waller, which is going to hurt them clearly, uh, but that doesn't mean they can't get the ball to Jalen Hyatt, to Wandell Robinson, to Darius Slayton down the field, especially with Saquon Barkley back now running the ball. So this is kind of an incredible um, theater kind of deal that's going to unfold for the Giants in the second half of the season. Daniel Jones can go back to being the quarterback he was last year and then some back to his rookie year, also pushing the ball down the field, or he can have completely lost it, stay rattled, turning the ball over and be a shell of himself. And with that, I think you're going to kind of determine maybe not the future of the Giants this year, whether they win a lot of games, but the future of the Giants going forward at the quarterback position. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. If he is simply not him. good, if he's simply not good, his, and his, his own future, his right? Own future Top is 10 in the draft. That. And as I mentioned, they pick up that second round pick, you know, maybe try to, yeah. they could move up the board if they have to, yeah. uh, or if he's really good and suddenly the Giants are an eight, nine win team. And you look back at the first time and go, man, that's a lot of hard luck. Andrew Thomas getting hurt. Saquon getting hurt. Offensive line, we left in disarray. Like You could point to a lot of reasons as to why the Giants struggled earlier in the year and really only hang the Seattle game on Daniel Jones and justify him coming back. So I think the second half of the season, on top of the development of certain guys we want to see develop, is all about what Daniel Jones is for this team going forward, Bryce. Yeah, and I guess that that would be like 
the ultimate positive behind this entire season. The fact that, yeah, the injuries happened, but when push came to when push came to shove, the Giants came back and they they, you know, again, like as you said, rattled together a few wins. And I think that this is the week to to test that out. I think that if the Giants come out against a, a Raiders team in complete disarray, having just canned their entire coaching staff, can the GM in in a spot at at three and five where they should probably be two and six, one and seven. They're not as good as their their, uh, their record says. And if he can't come into this game and put together one of his best performances, I understand like he's coming off a neck injury. They're not going to have him throw the ball 50 times, but as long as he could look solid, not turn the ball over, not look like he's seeing ghosts like Sam Donald, this game could pave the way for the rest of the year for, for Daniel Jones, especially against a team in the Raiders that are the ninth best passing defense in the league. So Daniel Jones is not going to have that many opportunities to throw the ball downfield. Uh, Marcus Peters got hurt in that last game. I don't know if he's going to play in this game. He may be out. Yeah. Uh, but again, this is a great opportunity for Daniel Jones. And we've, we've talked about this like 10 times at this point, Giants fans, like how many, how many more chances is he going to get? And this could be one of the last ones, because as you said, the Giants could have a top 10 pick and they probably will have a top 10 pick. And with that second round pick, they can easily move up in this, in this upcoming draft. So this could be, this could show what we know about Daniel Jones because the amount of chances that he's gotten, the amount of excuses, the amount of BS that's happened. When are we just going to sit back and be like, all right, this is who he is. This is a good test. This is a good test. And I don't know what the status is of, of, of Andrew Thomas and, and uh, yeah, at the time of taping this, we should know more by the end of Friday. I'm thinking it's going to come up yeah. until game time, but I mean, not, I don't I think he's going to play. I don't think he's going to play. Man, I think they're going to wait until he's hundred percent. It's just insane. I know I'm reading some of the Art Stapleton thing, but like it's November 30. Got hurt on opening night with a strained hamstring. Day to day. I've seen day-to-day. Guys, you know, broken bones now come back sooner. I, I mean, that is just crazy. Now, you bring up this week specifically with the Raiders, and I know that we're doing a preview pod for that, but you know, top 10 pick and all, and I understand all the way the, the Giants have played, but the soft schedule we do have to talk about here as it pertains to the future of Daniel Jones. As it stands right now, and I'll run through all the opponents in a second, the Giants realistically, realistically, only have three games left on the schedule that they quote-unquote should lose. That being Dallas next week and Philly two of the final three weeks. And again, (coughs) who the heck knows by the time you get there, especially the last week, what is Philly playing for, and yada, yada, yada. Um, Just a quick peek ahead. Raiders, Dallas. Washington, who just sold off. New England, who stinks. Uh, A bye week. Green Bay at home on a Monday night, who stinks. The Saints, who can't score. Then you get into Philly. Then you get into the Rams. What do the Rams look like in week 17, by the way? Um, They're a team that started their downward descent. And then the Eagles again. So, you know, this is very old school. Win, loss, win, loss. If you beat the Raiders and look competent again with Daniel Jones, the team now goes to three and six. And here's a fun fact for you. Prior to last year, five straight years in the NFL, a team at three and six made the playoffs. Now, last year could have been six in a row. I know it's false hope, but I'm just explaining to you like the the pathway here. I see. The Detroit Lions would have made it six straight, and they fumbled it away in week 17 versus Carroll. Everybody wants to talk about what happened with Seattle in in the last week of the year. The week before, they no-showed versus Carolina. 
I don't expect, I want to make this very clear. I don't expect the Giants to rattle off enough to make the playoffs because it feels like this is the kind of year you look back, the Buffalo game, the Jet game, and go, oh my God, they were one game yeah. away. Yeah. I think the pathways there at the Giants are going to tease us in the second half. I really do because I think also yeah. we're forgetting the defense is humming now, humming. And because of that, you just saw Washington sell off. I brought up New England. Uh, you're seeing the Raiders now fire teams. You know, there's a lot of these teams that are going to need quarterbacks in the upcoming draft and not that many quarterbacks to go around when when musical chairs play. So the, Daniel Jones really can play the Giants out of drafting a quarterback because they're also not, Bryce, going to – like Joe Shane and Brian Dable are not going to hitch their wagon in their future to taking the fifth-best quarterback if they don't believe in him in the draft just for the sake of taking a quarterback. You know, they have some flexibility for a year or two – the moment you draft a quarterback and that clock starts, unless you're Joe Douglas at the Jets, you're fired if that quarterback doesn't work out. It happens yeah. to everybody. So, look, do I think the Giants beat the Raiders Sunday? We'll get to the picks in a little bit. I do. Do I think we're going to maybe find ourselves a week from right now in the pod talking ourselves into, I don't know, you know, maybe can they finally do it versus Dallas? Sure. Yeah, they probably not. Happen. Probably not. But then Washington and New England, and then after that, Green Bay. I like I don't care if the Giants are two and six. I really think they're winning all three of those games based on their defense alone. And I haven't even seen what the offense looks like. I mean, they're the path is there for what five and seven going into those final four games, and you're alive at five and seven in an NFC where maybe it only takes eight wins. The problem is the Eagles will be lurking, and that's why I think it's going to be too little too late at the end of the year. So Bryce, the soft schedule, I think, will also dictate a lot of whether this team ends up taking a quarterback or not. So unless they totally lose these games to bad teams starting this week, I, I kind of think Daniel Jones can position himself in a spot where there's just going to be too many other teams ahead of the Giants that need quarterbacks that he's going to buy himself another year. Yeah, we talked about this last week. It, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility if the Giants come back and, and, and rattle together a few wins, and they should have won last week. I mean, let's just put that right out there. They probably should have beaten Buffalo. So now that's a completely different story, but they're still a competent team. Like their, their defense finally has come together. Their defense, you know, Kayvon's starting to look like that, every bit of that that fifth overall draft selection. So now what, what the situation is, and a, a, as you mentioned, this Giants team has the ability to come together on both sides of the ball and actually put together some wins. And it is up to Daniel Jones at the end of the day. And he's the one who's going to be able to play himself either into next year or play him into the Giants taking a quarterback because as you said the Giants will fall out of that top five draft position and they're not going to try to take a quarterback in the top let's say like the, the bottom three of the top 10 or you know 11 12 13 and they'll probably trade down or do, or do something like that so these games are all winnable that they're about to play besides the three that you mentioned like they're not beating they could be they could beat the Eagles in, in week 18 because they're the Eagles are probably going to bench all their starters. So you could look at that as a win. So there's two games, realistically. Two games. The one against the Cowboys and the one against the Eagles. Well, hold so, on now. Hold on. That last week versus the Eagles, you don't know. Man. It could if be, Dallas, it could, it could be important if they don't have home field. Or home field, right. especially since the Niners. Yeah, I think probably home field. Yeah. Well, yes. Okay, so so we'll see this week, especially uh, with that big division game. But uh, listen, this Giants team, they've been so close. They've, they've come so close in so many games. And do I think that they're going to win these next few games? I think there's a good chance that they do. Because what's the excuse at this point? Oh, we traded away Leonard Williams. Our defensive line isn't as good. It doesn't matter. Because look at what the defensive line has done in the past few games. Like, you still have Dexter Lawrence. You still have Kayvon. This defense, the secondaries look a lot, a lot better. 
Uh, I don't know. I, I just, I just think that this, there shouldn't be any excuses going forward yeah. and there shouldn't be, there's like, like win these games. Let's right. stop talking about whether or not they can win the games. And, and you know how it goes in the NFL, Bryce, and we've seen the Giants get hot in the second halves. So for all like how down we've been on Daniel Jones or the offensive line, I mean, if the Giants turn around and finish this year, eight and nine, like an unbelievable great second half, but they're eight and nine. And you look back at early in the year and you look back to the Andrew Thomas injury and Saquon getting hurt and Daniel Jones getting beat up and Jones hums along and he does throw, you know, 18 touchdown passes this year. You know, I think that we will all collectively find ourselves going, man, this team faced a lot of hard luck. They weren't quite ready on the offensive line depth wise. We'll be excited about having that extra second round pick. And I think the Giants then put themselves in a spot where now they're like, they're trendy. They're going to be really good next year. Like we will talk ourselves into the Giants next year. Oh yeah. If they get hot and they fall short. Like I just, not to break out the crystal ball and do all that. But again, if Jones stinks this week and they lose to the Raiders, it goes completely the other way. So I really think that this is in many ways an interesting game for a two and six team as far as what the direction of the second half will be even after a trade-off. Uh, and oh, by the way, we have time to get to it. If they were ever to beat Dallas next week, geez, I mean, break out the parade and the pom poms if they were four and six, because we all would be like, oh my it's God, oh my God, oh my God, it won't happen. Not happening. But uh, I mean, Bryce, we have to sell a little bit of positivity here. You know, it is a giant podcast. And then what are you going to do? Well, what, what happened the last time we did that last week? Huh? All right. Let's get You to said that. the Giants are going to win, and then we saw what happened. Yeah. Let's get to that now. Let's do a little way. Bryce wants to close the Bryce is right before we even get to a pick. Bryce, the young man, Bryce Gilman. The young kid, okay. He uh he picked a 13-10 jet win, and he pre-show here was I got the score right. I just want to let everybody know that I'm right. Ba 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 ba. Bryce, take your victory lap before I put your head in the toilet bowl and hit the flush button. Thank you, Sean. And we have to address the elephant in the room is that I got the selection right last week. You I you were like flabbergasted that I took the Jets. Because you took the Giants, you expected me to go along with you because we we went along with each other. The the, the you know the two, the what was that? What was that? Commanders game. We yeah. both. Uh, no, we went. No, actually, I predicted the Giants win. You predicted a loss. So you're zero and two, and I'm two and zero in the last two weeks. Just wanted to point that out. So last week well, I come out do? and I said, listen, I think the Jets are going to win this game. I think they're going to win thirteen to ten. I don't want them to win thirteen to ten, but I think they're going to win thirteen to ten. And guess what happened? It, not not in the way I predicted, not in the Giants blowing yeah, the yeah. game at the last second, at, at like with a 97.9% win percentage chance. Like they, they blew the game, but I'll still take the win. You know what I mean? I'll take uh, uh, the 13 to 10. Bryce, and look, you're you're a young up-and-comer in the business. In in sports media world, when making predictions, we're all going to be wrong more than we're right. And you, when you're right, tip your hat. But give me a freaking Thanks. break. You picked the Jets to win 13-10 in a game that to Rod Taylor got hurt. Yeah. Tommy yeah. DeVito came in, driving rain. The Giants didn't throw the ball and then needed a Gano couple, first of all, a couple misses, but a chip shot miss. Gano collapse. An, an unbelievable collapse. It also featured an offside that shouldn't have been called. And apparently now this Will McDonald thing, which Jet Beat reporters are trying to defend, he was he had an infraction on it. Like, and you're not going to complain about calls after the fact, but it took a an unbelievable it took a lot. event. It took a lot. It took it a, took lot. a yeah. lot to get there. Um, they shouldn't have lost the game in the first place. I mean, you, you you needed like three or four things to happen. All yeah. three or four of those things happened. And, and by the way, like I know do? Terod Taylor wasn't lighting up the world. I, there's so many other parts of the drives of these games. Like they, I think they win the game if Tommy DeVito was a blank quarterback. I mean, they held on for dear life. Yeah. So 
look, it is what it is. I mean, you lost the game. You should think about it. You, you hit the game on third, you know, 13-10. Let's see if that continues though this week with the Raiders. I'm very interested. With that, let's pivot to a little fantasy versus reality, and then we'll get to our game picks here. Um, I think a couple weeks in a row I've been riding high on the giant defense. Yeah. Um, it's It's been good. It's been good. Now, if it ain't Aiden, broke, don't fix it. Exactly. In this game, the reality of this game is uh, Aiden O'Connell is going to start a quarterback, the kid from Purdue. Uh Antonio Pierce is is coaching this team, and I think a lot of people will jump to the Jeff Saturday winning a game immediately, by the way, versus these Raiders. When you look back, a lot of these situations where this has happened, uh, John Fossil taking over in season for the Rams, loss. Dan Campbell took over in season for the Dolphins, no bueno, loss. So actually, the track record for interim coaches in these games, I forget what the exact number was, well, a lot more losses than wins in the immediate games. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. But that being said, I think the Raiders are going to attempt to try to make bigger plays over the Giant defense. I think Deontay Banks is going to get tested. He gave up a lot of yards to Garrett Wilson. The pass rush has to get home. They, I, look, Leonard Williams is going to be a little bit of a void. I think a lot of us as Giant fans just go, they have Dexter Lawrence, and it's part of me that does that too. Leonard Williams will be a loss to the way that this defense is playing in a dominant fashion. Even if it wasn't showing up in the stat sheet, they have to pressure Aiden O'Connell into mistakes and not let him sit back there and have Deontay, uh, Devontae Adams totally torch Tay Banks. So the reality of this game, defense, stay the course. I don't know what this offense is going to look like for the New York Giants. I have an idea, but I don't know. And at the time we're talking about this, we still don't know about Andrew Thomas, as we mentioned. The defense cannot take the foot off the gas of the way they're playing now just because Leonard Williams is out. Force turnovers and get to Aiden O'Connell. Let's hope Kayvon keeps cooking. My fantasy play in the interim, I'm not going to go with the defense here. On the offensive side of the ball, Look, I think that Saquon Barkley is going to gash, gash the Raiders in this game. Yeah. And I think the Giants, the first game off the neck injury with Daniel Jones, this might be a week-by-week -week thing as far as how much they let him uncork and let him loose. This is a Raider team that is so susceptible on the ground. I think that this has the makings for a 100-yard rushing game from Saquon Barkley and a touchdown. I know it's not exactly breaking ground here, but I think Saquon is the way I would go in a fantasy play for the New York Giants or player props, any of that stuff on your local gambling sites. Bryce, take it away. 
Do you did you make a pick? Did you make No, we're gonna What's do this? fantasy reality and then I'll give you the pick. Okay, okay. All right, sounds good. I mean, yeah, this 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 game is extremely important. The Giants are gonna need to show up on defense, especially. And with the rookie quarterback or you know, the young quarterback, they need to get to him. They need to sack the quarterback, do what they've been doing, continue blitzing, but continue effective blitzing. Because in the first five, six weeks, they were just blitzing and leaving guys wide open, weren't even getting to the quarterback. So get to the quarterback, make plays on offense, get the ball to Wandale Robbins. I want to see Wandale Cook in this game. I want to see him get out in the flat. I want to see him catch the balls for some, you know, for five, 10 yard gains. Let's keep the ball moving in this game because we saw what was happening with, with, with Tyrod Taylor, where when the Giants are moving the ball, they look like a completely different team because when they get stagnant, when they run the ball on first down for two yards and then they throw the ball, or let's say they throw the ball on first down, they run the ball in second. Let's move the ball, continue moving the ball. And to move the ball, you're going to need Saquon Barkley to, again, ga- like as you said, gash this Raiders defense, which I think they he absolutely will. So I'm going to ride your pigtails right now. Uh, and I'm going to ride gonna, pigtails. That seems I don't think that's the word. I don't think that's the what's the What's the phrase for that? Ride that's, your that's coattails. Ride coattails. Excuse yeah. me. Ride your pigtails. It's a little awkward. <laughs> um, yeah, let's, let's uh, redact that from the report. Uh, so Saquon, Saquon, Saquon all day. Give him the ball. Let him run the ball 30, 35 times. <laughs> and uh, let's see let's see where uh, where that takes us. All right. So with that game pick time, Bryce is 2-0 the last two weeks since he's been joining us on picks. I'm 0-2. Okay. Raiders are favored in the game, which scares me a little bit. It's almost like they're begging you to take the Giants, which yeah. a lot of people would tell you. The Sharps would tell you to take the Raiders. Um, I've heard a lot of, you know, they get a jolt from Antonio Pierce. Not going to lie. You know, a part of this does worry me, but ultimately, no, I think the Giants got to find a way here. I really do. Um, Give me 24-17, a very basic square NFL score in this spot. Giants don't get to 30, but they, you know, grounded, time of possession, Saquon. Jones does throw a touchdown pass in this game. Uh, They get a, uh, a fat Randy Bullock field goal out of it 24 17 maybe the defense misses you know plays well but still gives up 17 points couple big plays over the head miss Leonard Williams a little bit I, it's a very square NFL score but 24 17 Giants I I can't stand that you just said that because my pick is 2017 so I, okay. I it's close but I don't I don't see the Giants scoring 24 points in this game I do think that Saquon gets into the end zone let's hope and pray that Daniel Jones can uh have a passing touchdown in this game because, you know, he's playing for the first time in four weeks. So uh, the Giants need to get out to a good start in this one. Can't fall behind. They need to be able to run the ball in this game. They can't go down two scores. They can't go down a score and a half. They need to be able to play their own game. And that's to run the ball night and day. You just got to keep running it, run it, run it, run it. So I think the Giants pull this one out. I think that the Raiders aren't this this crazy type of team. I don't think Antonio P- Pierce helps them. You know, the the as you said, like the coach firing. You know, like they fire the coach and then they win the game, like Jeff Saturday last year. I don't think it's gonna happen. I I, I just think that this is gonna be a normal game. The Raiders are in disarray. They have to fire everyone in their organization. They're not gonna win this game. The, 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 by the same token, the Giants need to win this game. So I think the Giants win twenty seventeen here. All right, so if the Bryce is right, 
I'll sort of be right because that means they gave up 17 points. But yeah. we'll see if he can actually get the score on the number. And by the way, I hate that he picked the Giants to win the game similar to me because he'll still say he was right for three straight. And then I'm right. I had it. Hey, but before you said it, I was thinking that 10 minutes ago. And then you said it. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to. Why would I stray away from my original pick? Because I got it right last week. So I'm not just going to go against you just for the sake of it. And Bryce learned it's not rotting your pigtails. So this was a very successful one giant step. All right. Thanks to our producer, James. My flu game here. I've come out of this. I think the voice is held up, and that's okay. Big Blue Kickoff Live on WFAN and free on the Odyssey app with myself and John Schmelk will come your way Saturday morning, 9 to 9.30 as we further deep dive into the G-Men and the Raiders. Evan and Tiki every day, 2 to 6.25, where you can catch me on WFAN as well. Uh, Bryce, where can we get you on Twitter, buddy? At Bryce Gellman and, uh, you know, everywhere. Did you you take away an underscore and a number? No. Did you change the Twitter handle? No. No. What I, I, I had I had I was like Bryce E G for like a couple of years. But then oh. when I followed you, I, I've always been at Bryce Gelman for like the last okay. year. At, yeah. at Sean Morris, where you can get me. Uh enjoy some uh 425 Eastern action game here this week. We can watch the one o'clock games in peace and a and a weird Germany game at 9:30. That's gonna be awesome. So G Men and Raiders, I'll be back with you at some point Monday to recap. Everybody, take care and let's go Giants. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel.com sportsfan and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.